everyone, welcome to Totally Reprise, the show where, for some reason or another, we watch all of Totally Spies. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Uh, we have Luke here with us today. You sure do. And nobody else. That's right. That's it. Never again. Never again. <laughs> we'll Totally Reprise, see another guest. Fuck. This is, we are we are on the, the road to death. Uh, We're going, this is how we die. I mean, the we one caveat is if in some time in the next month, the animator responsible for getting Travels Boy into season six gets in touch with us. Yeah, Marathon, please, if you're listening, totallyreprise at gmail.com. Uh, we really, really need this. Yeah. Like, we really need this. We need it so bad. Yeah. And honestly, honestly, we just need to thank you. Yeah. That's that's what it really comes to. This isn't about us. It's about you. Thank the you. The one yeah. good employee at Marathon. The only good one. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I no, I was gonna say I don't know, like Jean Pierre. Mm. He's really fucked everything up, but also it's very uh-huh. funny. You know, I mean, <laughs> if we just got, a, just a whole hole to Jean Pierre. If we had Jean Pierre <laughs> on here, it would be like it would need to be an intense like head to head interview where we're trying to get you know a serious like confession out of him. You know, it'd be like a you Frost know, I, Nixon kind of thing. I've been watching a lot of Mindhunter, so I think I'm in the right headspace. <laughs> you're exactly the yeah, right headspace. you're ready. <laughs> so you're going to catch a real criminal, the person who put all the feats in Totally Spies. God. Great. Um, what a, what a, what a, that should have been in our favorite long-running bits. Just, just Jean whoever we picked that week. <laughs> yeah, listen, we've had uh, a lot of bits. We've done a lot of bits. Anyway, um, hey, everybody. Uh, sorry we missed last week, and I just still have not tweeted about it at all. Oh, well. <laughs> we, just, we just went radio silent for a week. Whoopsie. Yeah, it happens. Um, look, um, you can hear it right now. I'm sick. Uh, I'm feeling better, but I've, I've been working and sick. It's not a good time. Yeah. Um, so Your uh, whole apartment has just turned into a plague zone. I, yeah. I cut... I cut me and Pris off from Ashley. We we are separated right now. Um, okay. And I have also just tried not to, uh, like, go near her. Right, right. Just because I, the last thing I want is for uh, Ashley to be sick because me and Pris were sick. It's bad times. It's not well, good. I, I did beat Pathologic, so I think that makes me a licensed doctor now. Ooh. <laughs> So, You're the one doctor we can have. Congrats. I will say, if you just kind of um, get all the pills in your apartment and crush them up into a powder, okay. uh, that'll, that'll, yeah, that'll yeah. clean you out pretty good. Luke, I don't think you understand how many pills there are in this apartment. I mean, I think Luke? I do. <laughs> I have some idea. Do you know how many capsules of gabapentin I can pop right now? Holy, Holy shit. Well, capsules are no good because they won't powderize. They got powder they got... inside of them. Oh, oh, that kind of capsule. Something like a gel you got You got to break them like an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just the image of somebody between like their index and thumb and like just tapping it gently against the edge of a prescription bottle. <laughs> so fucking funny. God. All right. Anyway. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. That's how. That's how today is gonna be. So we got yeah. that good midweek recording energy once again. Fantastic. Glad we discovered this uh, just before we stopped doing <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. Um. 
uh, well, let's start, let's start with Luke. Luke, what's yeah. uh, what's your last couple of weeks been like? Well, like I said, I finished Pathologic. Finally, yeah, you are a licensed yes. physician now. So it's- good, good news. I'm not going to be talking about it much more in the future. Bad news, probably going to talk about it a lot right now. Yep, all right. Hit me. What? It, it took you two fucking weeks to finish this game. Yeah, I was on like day five. No, I was even earlier than that the last time I talked about it. I was taking it real slow, and then I was finally like, listen, it's October. There's games coming out. I need to finish this fucking thing. So I played a yeah. lot of it in the past like two weeks. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, gosh, what even, where even to start? It's That is one of my favorite games ever. Okay. Yeah. It fucking yeah. rules. I I slaughtered a bull, and that went great. It sounds like you did a couple. Well, I here's the thing. I slaughtered a bull, and yeah. then a little later, you know, a few days later, I slaughtered another bull, and it was a bigger one. Um, and I didn't have, let's say, the best tools to cut open a bull that big but mm-hmm. i did my best and i think it worked out okay okay how much how many spoilers for pathologic should i say um hard to say because yeah. you want people to play it do oh well, i mean i can drop a spoiler warning i guess one of the people i want to play it is you molly how concerned are you or how likely is it that you'll cave and play it i kind of want to play it yeah okay all right then i, I kind of want to play it after i, I finish yeah. alan wake i might be yeah in the market you might for another logic up i will say yeah, I, I might be on the market for another i did video discover game. uh when i was like on day 11 out of 12 in the game there is a difficulty settings option Oh, that, that I just oh. completely glossed over the entire time. Beauty. It is, you open that menu up, and it's like a uh, toggle, and when you, like, mouse over it, you get a little pop-up that's like, you know, you can adjust the difficulty here, but please be advised, we don't recommend doing this on a first playthrough. Pathologic is a game that's meant to be almost unbearable to play. God. <laughs> it's like this game is set during a catastrophe, and it should feel like one when you play it. Okay, sure. Uh, so I didn't actually open that menu up, because I think if I'd flipped that switch, I wouldn't have gotten the Chivo for beating it at the right difficulty. Oh, I see. Gotta yeah, get those gotta, Chivos. Gotta get the Cheetos. Especially in Steam. Everyone cares about Steam achievements. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I think you can turn down like how fast you get hungry and sleepy and stuff, which um, okay. I would recommend using a light touch with that, and only like like start off on the default, and then... like turn it down a little bit if it's just too fucking much to deal with. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that game is so good, and I'm not done done with it, because they put out free DLC for it today. Or not today, uh, this week, where you can play one, a one-day-long campaign as another character in the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, my understanding is the original Pathologic was like you played as three characters and you kind of jump back and forth between them. And then for okay. this for this remake, which is what this, even though it's like got a two on it, it's basically a remake. Um, they've picked one character to make like the main campaign, and then they're doing DLC that are like smaller campaigns for the other two. Kind of a longest journey situation. Sure, I don't know that one, but yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So at some point, I got to get back in there, play as uh, the Bachelor, Daniel Danovsky, Dankovsky. Okay. I forget. He's like a fancy science boy from the capital. He's... And you gotta give everyone roses. <laughs> he's uh he's uh 
doctor who's like more of a researcher, whereas your normal guy, Artemy Burach, he's more of a he's a surgeon, he's like a practical guy. Dankowski wants to learn how to cure death. So that'll be fun to play as. That's fucked up. You can't do that. Yeah, well, he wants to. Uh, God, yeah, the the furries are... I don't know what's up with the furries right now. I hope they're okay. The furry teens? Yeah, the furry teens. There, there's, a, yeah. there's a teen gang of furries. Um, their fate was not made explicit by the ending, but I think Uh-oh. they're gonna be okay. God willing. God willing. Uh, you know, the... The, uh, sorry. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you don't have to stop talking when That's the fire true. truck goes by. I realized that. <laughs> I think, I think the can are going to be just fine. You know, so you've been talking about the Outer Worlds a lot, and you were disappointed that there wasn't as much capitalist murder in that one. Right? Ooh, hang on. Somebody is being very, uh, rude to me oh. in the, in the, uh, replies to me talking about, uh, fucking... Uh, the outer world. I, oh. Literally, as you said that, somebody <laughs> was just like, um, you could send energy to the town or remove the corporate shit form of power, thus letting socialists take care of the city. Sometimes there's benefits for stopping and thinking for a while. Which, first of all, fuck you. How dare you? I will never think. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> fuck you again, because I doubt it. <laughs> Dumbass. The fuck you think this is? I'm... Ugh. Anyway, my point yeah. is, I definitely got to throw a capitalist into a pit while all of his workers murdered him in oh, Battle Logic. Yeah, dude. I fucked is up. Is that the I same did... guy as, like, the white supremacist you mentioned? Uh, no. There, there's kind of... Wow, they are just icing people out in the fucking Path of Logic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's, like, any explicit uh, white, su- white supremacists in Path of Logic. There's definitely, like, the idea is that there was an indigenous people that lived here, and then at some point... Uh, colonizers came and built this town, and like they're like the indigenous people um, who have a name that's longer that I don't remember totally and probably couldn't pronounce right. But you usually just call them the kin, and they had like this giant temple where they would like slaughter bulls as part of a ritual. And then when these fucking colonizers came in, they turned it into a uh, slaughterhouse, and they like built these awful looking like giant towers to like house all the workers that work in the slaughterhouse and like. Ugh, bad. Uh, and that's where I got that capitalist murdered. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't manage to get his bastard son, but it seems like his dad getting murdered by his workers maybe uh, scared him straight a little bit. Last time I talked to him, he was like, oh, yeah, I think we're going to start doing, like, eight-hour workdays and, like, taking care of sick workers and stuff. Probably Whoa. no more child labor anymore, I don't think. Hey. I was like, all right, well, I'm fucking watching you, and uh, there's a pit with your name on it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah god it's just it's that game's great Excellent. and I could, I, will... I could probably talk for an entire like three hours about it but i won't well you should probably get dustin on the horn i should then. probably I get justin on the horn and just let him make him sit and listen while i gush about this game yeah for sure uh great did you do anything else i'm trying to think I always forget about... Turns out my memory is about a week long, is what okay. this podcast has taught me. Yeah. Uh, buh, I watched the first episode of that Watchmen TV show. That's something. Yeah. yeah. I... I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Mm. Do you hate it? I don't 
hate it. It's okay. One that's those, what I was looking for. It's one of those things where, like, okay, if you're going somewhere with this, maybe, but I'm not convinced by this one episode. Yeah, it's all about like, like, okay, one of the first scenes in it is a white guy getting pulled over by a black cop and the white guy clearly being very nervous that he's going to get shot. Oh, my fucking God. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Come on! Right? Yeah. But, like, mm, there's other stuff. Like, before that, the opening, th- like, set piece of the episode is the police bombing, like, Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is, like, one of the most heinous, the real like... Thing. Race yeah. tr- racial crimes that like has happened in this country. Yeah, you know, other than all the slavery Let's, and just genocide. keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've done a lot of. Oh boy, uh, but no, like so. It seems like they're. Mm, I. It seems like they know what they're doing with that, or they they know that that's a weird thing. So it's like, okay, if you're, if this is a weird opening to a longer point you're trying to make, then like. I don't know, maybe this goes somewhere, but this first episode has me confused, and I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Hard to say. Yeah. Yeah, um, I have not heard much about it. Yeah, I've I've heard very mixed things about it. Yeah, that, it's a lot of, like, kind of what you were saying, Luke, of, like, Maybe, uh, maybe this could. Uh, yeah. Well, I've seen some people being like, "Okay, I see where this is going," and fuck this. Uh, and other people being like, excited about where it's going. You know, and okay. like thinking like, and not and, and, yeah. And go they're going, I'm, "I see where this is going," and fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Television. I don't know. I don't know. Prestige television. Prestige TV. What? Oh boy, what are we doing? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? I don't know. I don't know. Well, actually, what the fuck you been up to? Well, you know, Luke has been playing games that uh, I, th- I, th- I think you know. I, from what I've seen of Pathologic, what I've read about it, yeah, it's a game that like really makes you kind of question your place in the world. Where right. You yeah. kind of see some horrors that man maybe was not meant to see. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I've been playing WWE 2K20. All right. Uh huh. So you purchased Which, uh, you uh not you not let me let me preface this. You did not purchase this. You pre-purchased this. Product. Oh yes, I did. You don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, Your Honor, but it doesn't need to be said. No, were you just? I didn't like, want that on the official timeline. Did, like, could was that it, be stricken from the record? Was it so that you could preload it, or what was the? That was part of it, and then okay. you get all the DLC for, like, cheap, so... <laughs> I like that you almost said for free, because that <laughs> would be defensible, and then you had to correct yourself. Yeah, listen, I didn't want to lie. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> no. Even though I'm, you know, too deep in this I'm, to... Ashley, are you gonna buy the DLC? I mean, I already did. Oh, it was, oh, you oh! You bought like a, you bought like a digital deluxe type deal. I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, look. That's listen. I listen. Listen. I'm not judging you for that part of this. You could not have known the horrors. No, that's fair. I will say, <laughs> once you did learn about the horrors and saw everybody talking about the horrors, and you yourself were like, maybe I should get a refund for this. You have just kind of kept playing it. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> uh huh. 
So I did not get my uh, refund. Oh, did you try it? Yeah. What the? What did they say that they wouldn't let you get it? I, I had someone else have this happen to them with this game. Okay. Which was I've already had a refund happen before. Uh, and they saw that like because I had gotten like an achievement. Oh my that I god! Had played oh, like, oh, too much of the game. This. Yeah, like. Which, you know, that's capitalism, baby. That's a good trick if you don't want to give up refunds. Just have an achievement pop as soon as you open the menu. Damn. Yeah. Uh, there is an achievement in this game I have not gotten it yet that just says no refunds. <laughs> <laughs> you should have got that when you called them and they were like, no. And then just like, boop, <laughs> pops up on your fucking screen. <laughs> Sorry, loser. Ah. Um, so I'm guessing that basically everyone else has seen online. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that, and you know that this game is particularly broken and bad. Yeah, like these are never good. Yeah. So no. the thing about and we were kind of like hinting at this last time because we talked about this a little bit. Like Ashley likes these games. They're they are objectively mediocre at best. Yes. yes. I, I like in one of those things where it's like I fully acknowledge that they are bad games made by bad companies and like but there is something about it that is like kind of calming to me it's like sure. i just love to mess around with like these basically numbers and pictures on screen to the point where i like feel like i am accomplishing small little things even most yeah, of the worst I mean, like, ones have a pretty decent character creator yes and all i ever do is talk about bionic commando 09 so like who am i right yeah no but that's a good game it's a great fucking game <laughs> Um, and this game came out, and immediately there was just tons of videos and screenshots of just how fucking broken it is. Yeah. And I have gone, run into so many hard locks, soft locks, horrible, like, graphical and player glitches that, like, make it impossible to do things frame rate issues issues with things not unlocking when they should be just like everything that could possibly happen in a video game yeah and it's just like because all of these games are also known for being kind of buggy but yeah and it's always usually in a fun way it's in a fun way and this is the first one where it's like this isn't fun this is just it makes me not be able to do the things I like to do in this game. Right. Yeah, like, it's not working. Like, one of the things you can't do is have a uploaded image for a created character. God. That's... Which is, like, <sighs> one of the most common things. And then if you use their tools to make a custom image, the that character won't work. What? Like, if you, like, put, like, text on it or whatever. Oh, my God. If you try to use someone with a custom entrance, it won't work. Ugh. It will just hard lock the game the second you try to play as them. So I go to the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever I go, it doesn't work. Yeah. And every time I'm on Raw, my pyro won't work. And so, like, I tried to, like, get my enjoyment out of it by, like, 
Okay, they have, like, in their showcase mode, which they do every year, they usually, like, follow a period of time in wrestling or, like, a specific person in wrestling. And this one was all about, like, the you know, it's the, the women's revolution, the four horsewomen. Okay. Which are, you know, four big-name women's wrestlers who was kind of one of the, like, some of the parts that in making women's wrestling more, like, seen as more important in WWE. Okay. And I could go into a huge long thing about how they have turned that into a giant horrible marketing scheme, like, thing, and how they have, like, begun to ignore the women as soon as it, like, they kind of were like, and we did it. Right. But, I, like, a lot of those matches were, like, important to me. I, like, cried during some of them. Mm-hmm. I was there for some of them. Right. So I was like, I want to play this and, like, have fun with this. It's fucking awful (laughs) like it's so bad playing this game just even like from like when it works normally yeah like they've changed enough of like the how things work in it that like it makes it like just dog shit to play and makes it way more complicated than it needs to be Uh uh-huh it makes it just like it's just a fucking bummer to just exist around and i keep on like for some reason, trying to find some element of fun in it, and I mean, every time you purchased it, and it was you were not allowed it. a refund. Yeah. Yes, and every time I do find an element of like, oh, I like this, or I found this fun, I just get madder. Yeah, I know that feeling. Like they just put out their Halloween DLC. Okay. Which, like, and that was something that, like, before this game came out, I was like, you know what, this is a cool thing, rather than being like hey, here's, like, a DLC of all of, like, the legends. Right. That, like, I don't, you know, that I could somewhat care about. Like, let's do some really weird shit and make, like, these supernatural fictionalized versions of these characters. Yeah. And, like, take the kind of already comic book nature of wrestling and make it much more comic booky and grandiose. Sure. And there's some, like, kind of cool concept of that. Like, one has you playing a... Uh, wrestler and they are like being framed as this serial killer hunting down other wrestlers okay I, like that's a cool concept and like it's like voice acted and everything uh and then like there's another like version of that where you are the person who is trying to beat the you're the final girl for this uh serial killer and you have to beat them multiple times but it's like in different venues, like in different venues, and with like more modifiers working against you to kind of symbolize like how difficult it is to kill this slasher villain. Uh-huh. And again, like that's I think is a cool concept, but like the game is still awful to play, and like so it's like me going like that's a cool concept, but like everything else though. Yeah. 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 Um. And then also I've been playing uh, Indivisible. Oh, yeah. And That's a good in- game. Yes, Indivisible is one, definitely one of my favorite games this year. Nice. I love it so much. And, like, learning that I don't think I'm as near the end as I thought I was is getting me so excited. Oh, yeah, like, that's always good. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, fuck yes. <laughs> uh, and every time I unlock a character and I try them out, like, Nine times out of ten, I'm like, 
yes, like, this character is cool as shit. Right. Yeah. Because, like, the whole thing is that it is this somewhat turn-based, but sometimes somewhat real-time uh, combat where you have, like, a four-person party, and uh, they attack with each of the face buttons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, so your main character, uh, like, you can, like, hold up an X to, like, launch them. You can, like, hold X and down to, you know, do a move that, like, if you time it right, it happens twice. You could, like, you just hit, like, X for, like, just a kind of normal basic attack. Um, and everyone, like, has multiple of those, and some of them have supers. And then all of the... Uh, there are also characters who have totally different kind of control schemes. Mm. And this is made by the same people who made Skullgirls, which also did some of that shit. Right. Um, it also have, like, kind of an interesting array of characters, but, like, these characters are so much more varied in, like, their design and, like, what they represent uh-huh. in, a really cool, in really cool ways. Uh, like, I just unlocked this dude who is a, uh, it's two brothers, one of which who is a ghost. Okay. And they are, like, two sports bros, but All with, right. like, a, like, Mayan aesthetic to it. Okay, okay. And what you do is your first attack launches this ball towards your opponent and then it'll start bouncing back and so you have to keep timing it so he hits the ball back at the person uh and it gets like faster and hits harder every single time you do that Mm -hmm. or like there's a bard that like in addition to buffing you also will play a song that makes it so that the enemies all dance and that if you hit them on the beat it does more damage kicks ass yeah definitely yeah like there's just I'm, like i could go that with like every single character there's just like so much going on but it never feels like super over like overbearing because you could like just choose what you want and there's enough like hey this is just a person who attacks <laughs> that you could kind of feel like a normal like you know like a kind of normal party or you could like add one or two or an entire party full of people who do weird shit that's cool mm. and like i just really also like the humor and it's great the writing in general is so good the like there's platforming elements that i sometimes get annoyed at but like can still make really satisfying moments uh-huh. uh like when you fucking nail it and, yeah, I don't know. It's just there's so much going on in it and, like, so much that I like. And so I'm real happy to have that to play. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. It yeah. seems like a really cool game. There's so many fucking uh, games. So there's many so fucking many fucking games. games. Dude, we gotta stop them. There's, we gotta, gotta stop, stop people from making them. We got, they gotta stop. Yeah. So, Molly, speaking of games and stopping. No. <laughs> oh. Um... Yeah, I have I bought the Outer Worlds because I was like, oh yeah, I loved Fallout New Vegas, and I I know this is by those people, and right? Like, it should be should be cool, and it is you know it's that it's it is another like Fallout ish game, um, but I already beat it, so okay, and I have no I th- I think I might have found all the quests. 
Oh. Yeah, that's the... That's my first problem, is I think I got really close to 100%ing it. I do think they've said for a while now that, like, listen, this is not going to be, you know, the scale of that these kind of games tend to be. Yeah, and I mean, I, I was sick over the weekend, so I did, like, nothing but play it because I couldn't do anything else. Right. But also, like, man, I can't believe I already finished it. Yeah. Like, that feels... And... Not only did I already finish it, like, I went out of my way to, like, extend the amount of time I was playing it by doing, like, every side quest I could find. Right. And uh, it's uh, it's over. Um, so it's a, it's a pretty good game. Like, all, all that said, all that said, it was, like, 30 hours, so over the course of four days, that's too many, but, you know, whatever. Don't tell me how to live my fucking life. Right. Um, <laughs> you fuck. You fucking get a cold and then come at me. Um, but yeah, I. I just the more that I play, and I think I had this like same feeling with uh, Watch Dogs Two when I was replaying that kind of mm. recently, where I was like. Yeah, this game just kind of reminds me about how powerless I am in real life to oh, sure. affect like real like change on a level where not only am I making things happen, but in a way that expresses my fury with like the way things are. I gotcha. Because you know, you, you could go to the protest or whatever and like do all that stuff, but it doesn't it doesn't express the raw anger sure. uh, that you might feel about, like, how did we get here? Right. Right, you know? Um, but uh, it is a pretty good time, at least. And uh, it's it is a, it's very funny. I will say a lot of good jokes that land in that game. Okay. Um, uh, my, the main thrust of why I've been so bad this weekend is seeing... Um, they don't listen to this fucking show. Uh, Gita Jackson and <laughs> Patrick Klepek both talk about how smart they were about making a choice at the beginning of that game. Uh, and I just... They just got tricked into making the fucking centrist choice. I... Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't want to... Listen, I basically agree with you. Yeah. I don't know if they were saying how smart they were for making that choice so much as explaining why they made that choice and then kind of getting defensive when 80 people screamed at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get what you mean. Um, I get what you mean. I think. Yeah. And I think the problem, like Gita's was like somebody was like roasting her article. So like, obviously that was the energy you're going to bring to it. And I would also probably bring the same energy. Right. However... It is not it is not encouraging to me as somebody who wants to burn the whole system down. Right. To see you, people. You going, are like Seth Rollins in which you burn it down. No, shut the fuck up. Seth Rollins. <laughs> why would you compare me to Seth Rollins? Because <laughs> I knew it was the it meanest would... thing you've done today. Because <laughs> I knew it would it, it <laughs> make this reaction happen. Incite it. It's my birthday tomorrow, you piece hey, of shit. It ain't today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick. 
Fuck you. <laughs> I think I'm getting sick too, so fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Happy birthday to me, you piece of shit. Anyway. Midweek energy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what I was going to say is it doesn't feel encouraging to me to see the people that like a lot of people like look up to as being like really smart, progressive sure. people being like, I looked at this decision and I decided that compromise between the comically evil capitalist colony and the people who moved out to the forest to make their own like community where they've like learned how learned a way to grow their own food and like sustain themselves uh i i found the compromise position right like between these two spots and i i get it it's a video game and like the way it's framed is yeah if you cut the power to the colony, that is the choice. God, I'm doing spoilers. I'm sorry. I'm doing spoilers for the first choice of the Outer Worlds, but frankly, if you haven't heard about this by now, you are... Uh, how How am I the first person to tell you about it? Anyway. <laughs> um, the, the first choice is you could cut the power off to that god-awful shithole town, right. or you could cut the power off to that nice, like socialist camp that is slowly blooming um and right before you make that choice the npc who's been living in that awful town goes hey don't good people live in the town too you can't just you can't just turn their power off there's good people who live in that capitalist shithole and you're like oh damn well i'm gonna turn it off now thank you but like everybody is talking about it like wow i can't believe that she made me think about Right. There's people who live there. And like, if you take that out of face value argument, you have to, you, even if you don't think it, what you're saying is, yeah, those people in those socialist towns just have to go back. Fuck them. Yeah. And I would say, like, okay. Again, I haven't played this game. It is framed in the worst way. Right. I I haven't played this game. Uh, I probably will eventually, but it's it's gotten lower on my priority list after hearing everyone talk about it. Basically, I am going to play this in a couple of months. Yeah, like exactly. maybe after like the you know next year or some. Time I, I and... got, like I'm, I'm going to play Disco Elysium before I play this. Uh, <laughs> but like the impression I get is that like the problem, like what's frustrating about it, and what they what I wish some more pieces were writing about instead of just talking about that choice is that it's like. I think that in some ways, yeah, choosing the choice that, like, all right, let's not let people die for no electricity is probably the right choice, but it's in such a way that, like, only because you're only giving me a a false dichotomy. Like, from that point, like, when she says, hey, you know what, good people live here, and it's it wouldn't be right to, like, hurt them just to get at the company, where's the option that's like, hey, you know what, you're right. Let's get them on our side and just like completely overthrow the company right, in exactly. this town and turn like, this the thing whole is like town why socialist. don't we convince them to move into the garden? Right. Like the good people who maybe would learn how to give up like this whole thing cuz like and that's what like I think other people have talked about it some probably on the Waypoint podcast where uh-huh. it's like you can't like there's no talk to the workers as people option. Right. Like there's no communicate and try and build like a coalition or something, or like form a union or do stuff like that. Like, there's no, yeah, like it. The way again, I have not played it again 
But, like, this is from listening to a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. It seems like one of the major problems is that, like, the turning off the uh, power to the town is, like, framed only as, like, not many people will survive this. Right. And turning off the power to the, like, garden is, like, oh, they'll just move back. Right. Yes. Which is condemning them to death. Right. Like, it it doesn't say that out loud, but it is saying you're going to send them back and they are going to die from malnutrition and plague. If you choose to turn the power off to the garden, though, don't you kind of, like, unlock a third option that's more of a compromise? And it's like, no, well, you have to, you have to, I think, walk away from it and then go. Oh, okay. I think you have to go to the garden people with the intention of telling them, all right, you got to move back. And then they go, okay, here's our list of demands. Because, like, I guess on some level they want you to try and do that. Right. But I guess the way I'm looking at it is like, why would I ever compromise with those people? Like, yeah. why would I ever try and compromise with this place that is willingly withholding medicine to people who have the plague they have the medicine they just don't give it to them because they haven't worked hard enough right how can i in any good conscience ever negotiate with that yeah yeah and like and and that's what it comes down to too because like as a disabled person i would be the one who's not getting that fucking medicine right right because i can't work hard enough to earn that medicine or food or whatever they're giving out like it is fucking crazy to me that I'm seeing people be like, oh, yeah, you know, we just talked to them and they like they got rid of that bad boss and like they're going to do better. And it's like, no, they won't. They're going to put in a new boss like you don't get it. <laughs> there yeah. is no compromise. Right. Well, they like install the the socialist leader lady as the new boss. Right. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, what would really happen is the board would go down and kill them and then start over uh, that or it's just, hey, now that she's in this position of authority, her ideals start to deteriorate. You know? there, is a quest, yeah, like, there is a quest like that, not with her, but with somebody else. Uh-huh. It's fucking, it is a disaster. Yeah, and, like, that's also another thing of, like, how these two sides are framed in that, like, the head of the garden, there are so many, like, weird reveals about her of being like, oh, yeah. you thought that, like, she was, like, all on the up and up, but, like, this thing. And there's also so much backstory for like the bad boss who's like oh i've just been caught in the middle i'm a mid-level i'm also a victim right yeah and like it it's he's like clearly perpetuating everything well and like the thing with like all of the secret twists about the the communist lady that's supposed to make her less sympathetic i don't give it like i'm fine with all of those things one of those is like she's turning corpses into compost which yes. is a normal thing we do regularly. They live on an alien planet with like bad soil. You got like yeah. I understand that that's maybe a little unseemly, but you got to get nutrients where you can get them. And yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't want to we don't have to talk like too much about this. This is sure. a very long intro already, but like I am I don't know, man. Like it it frames it and like the way it guilts you for shutting off the power to the town and the way it doesn't guilt you for shutting off the power to the socialists. Like Ashley showed me a tweet that said that and it's like, yeah, that is something you have to think about like in a way because you go back to the town after you shut off the power to go pick up your item. Yeah. Um and then you go by and one of the first things you see when you walk into the town is that the sick house has been sealed shut. You can't open the doors again and there were still people in there and now they are going to die. That is how it is going to happen. Right. But at the same time, 
they were going to die anyway because right. they weren't going to be treated. Well, but again, like, that's where and I like, get frustrated the- at the idea that, like, where's the option to storm the fucking warehouse and steal the medicine for them? Yes, you know? exactly. That's not an option. Like, yeah. that yeah. is. It, that it is, is a the game. Thing. That is trying to put its politics on, make them one appear more radical than they are. Yeah, and two, like, it's one of the things where that always fucking gets said, and like, gets said like really, and like where people go like, oh, it's all about your choice, right? Like you know, we just give you the choices, and then you can see where we go. And the thing is that like sometimes you you are the ones who programs and writes those choices exactly yeah, like and which choices, choices we get yes right. yes it's yeah yeah not to like beat a dead horse too much like s- these are all things that i think pathologic does really well a because it is super like zoomed in like there's one town in pathologic you spend the entire game there um so you don't have to worry about like okay we have to simplify this issue because we got to move on and get to the next like area like no yeah like the you get introduced to things on in like the first hour of pathologic that you're still wrestling with in like hour 40 you know yeah for sure and then also like there are maybe four characters that can't die in pathologic and like three of them are magical like every okay. single character can possibly die in that game yeah. In a way that, like, like yeah, like I said, like, I killed the, like, shitty slaughterhouse boss. I had, like, an option. It was this whole quest line where, like, some the people that work for him, a very bad thing happened, and they wanted blood. And I could basically either get him or his son to go, like, go to them. And then if I wanted to, I could talk them out of killing him. I didn't want to. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um. But it was very much, like, A, it was a situation of, okay, you have choices here. You can either get one of them to do it, or you can get the other one to do it, or you can get both of them to go and potentially get both of them killed. But it also isn't just pick a dialogue option, pull one of these three levers. It's, all right, if you want that guy to go to that slaughterhouse and, like, get killed, you got to fucking figure out what's going to make him get there. for it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, he's not going. He doesn't respect the workers. So what you have to do, I had to go talk to his son who was filled with guilt and was ready to go let them kill him. And I was like, yeah, great, go. And then I went and talked to his dad, and that made his dad like, well, I'm not going to get my son killed. I'll go in his place. Right. Uh, But then all that's also counterbalanced with, like, they take away the idea that you're, like, this magical protagonist that is the only one that can solve problems, because while I'm going back and forth, like, three locations across town to do that quest, I'm fucking hungry. And yeah. I might pass out and die if I don't eat. Yeah. But also you if stop I stop to get that burger. But also if I stop to get a burger, I might run out of time and this quest deadline will end and just whatever the default option will happen. And it's Sometimes like, I be like that. Yeah. And it's very much a thing of like, I'm just one person here and I can affect change, but it's limited by like the fact that I'm only one guy. Yeah, I'm curious about, there's a difficulty mode in that game where it's like, you have to eat, you have to drink, yeah. you have to, you can only, you have to sleep, and you can only sleep on your ship. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm kind of curious about that, but I don't know if I'm curious enough to, because that also sounds sadistic, and I don't know if I'm that into it. It's not a game, I think, that's built for that. Yeah, and um, like the... Because that mode was in New Vegas, but uh-huh. I never did it because it sounded horrible. Yeah, and like the thing with Pathologic, the reason I think all those survival meters help is because the biggest element of it is time. Where it's not just, oh, yeah. I've got to constantly be eating. It's, 
I have to constantly be eating, and if I don't get to a certain place at a certain time, I miss an opportunity to do something, and the grocery store is in one direction, and the quest is in the other direction, and I can't thread this needle. I have to decide yeah. whether I want to take the health hit or miss out on this story opportunity. Right. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's been my experience with Outer Worlds. I, I, I do like the game. Like, I had a lot of fun with it. I will probably go back to it at some point and, like, play some more and see if maybe there was stuff I missed or maybe make some different choices. I don't think I could ever live with myself if I ever made the Capitalist. Like, I don't think I'll ever go down that route. There's a you part can. of me that almost wants to play that game and go Super Capitalist because I'm curious about... Because they talked a whole bunch of bullshit before this game came out about, oh, it's not political. You know, it's just we give you the choice. Okay. Do whatever you want. Okay. And I'm curious how the narrative looks if you go down the bad route. If it's still, does it just validate your choices because it wants to make you feel powerful? Or does it make it clear that like, oh, no, you're the villain and this is like a I bad think story? Based on what the bad route, because you get introduced, like I was playing the good route, the, the good air quotes good. Yeah. route the entire time and then right before like the point of no return like a little bit before that they like somebody hits you up on like an intercom and is like hey this is like your chance to divert sure. to this route now right and like after this like if you if you come back here and do this then we're gonna go that way but and like do you i am just gonna tell you the title of what it is the bad route thing <laughs> all right and like you can um you can like just bleep this, but it is called the Lifetime Employment Program. Okay. Like it it's so fucking cartoonishly evil. Yeah. That like and that's and that's the other part of it. Like it's so clear that these corporations are just so fucking evil. And to think that like, yeah, I think we could probably like work with them. I don't know. That's probably yeah. not that bad. Yeah. And like, and like that's that's yeah. probably not where people are coming from. That's but that's what you're doing. Right. I don't know. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's a weird comparison to even put between these two games. But like there's moral choices you make in pathologic, but they're not it's like, oh, do you value honoring the past more or like getting to the future more? Like it's there's that no kind fucking meter where something pops up after you kill like a corporate like gunsman yeah. that says like the board doesn't like you now. Oh, sure. Like, you know, well, yeah. there is that in Outer Worlds. Like, in Pathologic, I'm right. guessing you don't have, like, a reputation meter you have or stuff a, like you that. You have, like, 15 reputation meters for each right, district. well, good. That's great. Yeah, I uh, like that now. Yeah, I saved a baby, and it made uh, half the town love me. And then, like, but, oh, if you attack this guard because he's got toast and you need some fucking toast, now the town hates you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just, it's just frustrating. Yeah, and it's I'm, like, w when the town hates you enough in Path Logic, every NPC turns into a villain. Like, turns into an enemy that'll attack you on sight. Right. Like, they do yeah, that to you just, on the first day just to get you used to it, or like, you're falsely accused of murder, and it's literally like, yeah, good luck, fucker, literally everyone in this city street is going to attack you. Hands on sight, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't done my catharsis thing yet where I've just gone and murdered a, the, the rich people town yet. I might go yeah. do that later. Yeah, yeah. I need to get that out of my system. Uh, anyway, I played a bunch of Alan Wake, too. That game's still really good, mm -hmm. if you're wondering. Okay. It's still really fucking good. Um, are we going to talk about Totally Spice today? We've gone, like, almost an hour. <laughs> we have. With all of no, this shit. We, we spent so much time figuring out what we're going to do next. We can honestly just do, like, just release what we just did, and that's longer than some podcasts. 
Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, we could do that. We it's could. not out of the question. <laughs> we could. Uh, I think well, bi-weekly might uh, be the way to do it. But... Also, though, the problem would be, let's be honest, it would just be no, a gaming like, yeah, podcast. Yeah, a lot of people have asked you I mean, that's for fine. The... Yeah, we joked about it when I remember, like, oh, God, no, anything but. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we have some stuff planned, uh, for the future, that I will have last. a suggestion that I haven't floated by the two of you yet to oh, do either dear. before or after our our current plan. Okay. That maybe I'll talk about it when we're done recording. Great. I love cryptic plan talk. It's good <laughs> shit. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Totally Spies. Hey, everybody. Hey, like old times. Hey, it's just like old times here on Totally Reprise. Um, I'm gonna look up what episode number this is because I haven't known for like three weeks, and yeah, I think yeah. that's unprofessional. But that's okay. about what you get when you come down here. Yeah. You think the people on Totally Spies know what episode number they're working on? No. <laughs> uh, this is episode 148 yeah. of Toy Reprise. Um, we watched season six, episode 21, Baddies on a Blimp. Y'all remember blimps? <laughs> Yo, those motherfuckers be floating. <laughs> floating. Floating. Um... So, uh, anybody have anything else they want to get out before we I don't think begin so. this? Okay. Those times have gotten um, floating through the air for sure. on a Whoop police van. Uh, or, it's not a van. It is a Whoop police... You know the droid um, transportation units from episode one that you got the, the thing comes out the front, and then, like, all the droids come out on, like, racks? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like that. Yeah. Um, but this time it's got bad. Well, actually, wait, no, the droids were the bad guys. Um, it's exactly that, uh, except it unloads from the back instead of the front. My prequels hot take is that I watched episode one, um, in yeah. 2016. No, it was 2015 at the Weed Lords, not the wedding, but like after the wedding, uh-huh. we watched it. Uh, <laughs> And it was still really fucking bad. So yeah, there's so many people these days that are like, "Oh, the prequels aren't as bad as people say." People are no, no. The thing you have to do is that you're like, "Yeah, they're bad," and I love that. And I'm like, "Okay, I understand you. I respect you as a person. That's fine. You know, whatever." Yeah, but But if you try to tell me they're good, get the fuck out of here. And like episode one, especially, a lot of racist caricatures in that one, huh? A lot of racist caricatures in that one. You got the fucking kid, which you know, no, you know, I hope that kid's okay. Oh, uh, he's not. No, oh fuck. Yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, like I mean, that was gonna not. happen. But a kid who played Anakin Skywalker, right? Talks, that would never. Like he's given interviews where he's like, "Yeah, that kind of fucked me up for life." Basically, that was it. Was a real rough time for him for a lot of his life. Like, imagine if you were in elementary school or middle school yeah, and you were the kid for in your the, whole life, and you were like in the movie, the star of the movie that everyone in your school hated. I, I mean, when you were a kid, you liked it, though. You d- did did people like? I feel like it every, was nineteen ninety nine. I was nine years old. I was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah." I, as a kid, I definitely liked that fucking yellow here. spaceship. That's dope. But also, there'd be definitely be adults who oh, yelled yeah. at that kid. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, out of this van um, comes three Iron Maidens. Uh-huh. Yeah, like futuristic Iron Maiden. With, with little bubbles yeah, on the top. Yeah, with little bubbles on top of their heads, so you know these people aren't skewered in there. Um, and... Well, I mean, we don't know. No, we know. They could be under... <laughs> we, we do know that they have not been skewered yet. I think maybe after they get dropped off, they're going to get skewered, but... Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> right now, they're still very much alive. Um, and Blaine's here. 
Was he? Did he wear this? Did he wear the fucking latex before? <laughs> You're asking some big questions about how much I remember. Yeah, well, I'm asking yeah. some big questions because I didn't know they put the. I guess I forgot they put the boys in this shit too. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is. There are in fact that's boys. women respecting right there. Who was the like uh, the guy who was on the chosen one training with them? Kyle. The, like, that wasn't. Was it Kyle? Yeah. yeah. No, it no, wasn't Kyle. Kyle. No, Kyle Katz is who you're thinking of. Oh yeah, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah, no, Blade did not have the cat suit yeah. before this. Okay, yeah, I was like, God damn! Yo, they doing it up now that he's fucking, like, 20 years old or whatever. <laughs> he ha- Okay, he had a version of the cat suit, but it was not exactly okay. this. Um, so, Clover, we, we see that Jerry's like, yo, you got my prisoners, and Blaine's like, yeah, I got this, man. Um, and that's, like, the whole intro. Um, and then we cut to the girls' penthouse. They're all chilling out in Clover's room. They're having tea. Clover's looking through a tablet at all the people she's fucked in her life. And she's like, damn, I'm running out of dick. I got to go back for seconds. Like, <laughs> just uh, yeah, contact all the people I've dumped to see if any of them aren't heartbroken enough to. Yeah, uh, do you think? I wonder if any shot. of them still want to. Yeah, I wonder if any of them still want to smash. And then she pulls up one guy named yeah. Bruce. And she's like, like, it. Apparently, like none of the ones are like, "Oh, we had one date, we didn't click, so he left." It's all like, "I shut, I like, I slammed the door on him because he fucked up." Once. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So Bruce one is crying. One of these guys is like, "Oh, he brought pizza instead of flowers to our first date." That's Bruce, motherfucker. That's the coolest thing you could do on a first date. Well, okay, yeah, that's from good the little animation that plays. He may have taken an enormous bite out of this pizza before he got there. I'll admit that's a problem. That's a really big problem, and I would not date that boy. But also, that might be exaggeration on their part. It could be. It could be. That's all I have to... I'm just saying that's all we have to work with. I'm just saying, if a boy yeah. showed up on my door uh, with a bouquet of pizza... <laughs> I, you know, I'm not, I'm not slamming that door. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Just a bouquet of, like, rolled up pizza? <laughs> yeah, just, like, flower carnations made out of pizza? It's edible arrangements, but it's the zones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just a vase full of pizza sauce <laughs> with breadsticks in it. Oh. No, with, with breadsticks in it and then flour, origami flowers made out of pepperoni on top. God. <laughs> just thinking like a fucking uh what is the cheese they put on that what kind of cheese is it mozzarella yeah is it mozzarella i kept thinking marinara it's mozzarella that's yeah mozzarella, Mo- yeah. yeah that's the sauce mozzarella fucking just a vase made of mozzarella hell yeah we're <laughs> really making great content terrible <laughs> um okay so um, we see this boy and Clover hits him up on FaceTime and he immediately answers. He's got eyeliner now. He's living his best life. He's clearly at the top of a skyscraper. Um, and Clover's like, hey, it's me, Clover. Um, you could see I'm still wearing my nightgown. What's up, boy? Um, and he's like, uh, <laughs> yo, he my titties. Yeah. Um, and he goes, oh, hey, um, I was actually just about to go hit up my board of directors. Uh, I actually am pretty busy right now yeah i'm the Can't president talk. of ea sports now is the thing yeah have you heard it's in the game <laughs> he says it's uh, like his video game company <laughs> yeah, yeah he says he's the president of the video game company 
Hi, I'm Todd hey, Howard. Oh, Clover, I'd love to talk. I've got some union activity to go suppress. <laughs> <laughs> Heard some workers were getting together. I gotta go bust that up. See ya, Clover. <laughs> um, and then Clover's like, er, the girls are like, oh, Clover, that has to be like such a, you got rejected. I'm sorry. And Clover's like, uh, nope, just gotta find the boy who hasn't made it big yet. Yeah. Get back with him, because clearly fucking me and then breaking up with me <laughs> is the key to success. Right, I mean, that's basically what he tells her. Like, oh yeah, you dumping me was the best thing to ever happen to me. <laughs> it got, now I got my shit together and I'm better than you. Yeah, now I'm better than you. Yeah. That's, you know, that sounds like a, that's a very Molly mood to take. This is such a, this is, what a good ep for this kind of year. Right, whereas, of, yeah, now, now Clover's doing the calculus of, alright, I need to catch someone who is improving but they're only as good as me and i can bag them before they're better than me before they're better exactly um so uh the drawer on clover's bed frame opens and the girls are like oh fuck oh no uh and <laughs> yeah they instantly know what the fuck and they're is all up. in their like pajamas that are like i think I can't tell. Is Sam wearing just a long dress or is this like some kind of weird like dress shirt yeah it looks like pajama she's wearing situation. an like sleeping it, shirt it kind of looks like a lab coat yeah i guess yeah i think but it's i don't think she pajamas, sleeps in a lab coat i think it's supposed to be pajamas but they forgot how pajamas work yeah and like clover is clearly <laughs> like oh my god we're outside and i am wearing my pajamas and i'm not wearing underwear and this is terrible um and then they look up, and they're not in Jerry's office. They are in a, uh, just like a, oh, what is this? Airfield. Like a airfield, thank you. Hangar. Um, and then the roof opens up on that, like, hangar. And then a blimp comes out, and they're like, what the fuck kind of mission needs a blimp? What? <laughs> and then Jerry comes out of the bottom of the blimp on a grappling hook, and he's like, hey, girls, you see that shit? How fucking cool am I? <laughs> And Clover's like, hey, I was trying to get some, like, I really wanted to get some ass today. I really don't need this, Jerry. Like, this is really cutting into my, like, redating my exes. And he's like, all right, I'm going to no-sell that. Anyway, we need you to uh, just do this quick one-hour mission. Um, we need you to float these uh, these three baddies over to Whoop Island. And they're like, didn't we blow up Whoop Island? And Jerry says, no, you yeah, did not. I you You blew up Whoop Island 2. He's like, okay, I need to take the slowest form of transportation known to man to transport these prisoners. I really don't care if they get there or not. He can teleport people at will. Yeah, like he clearly does not give he a shit. He whooped them here to he, put them on a blimp. He had them driven over in the fucking tank from episode one, <laughs> The Phantom Menace, and then got them out of that and then put them in a blimp. And then called the spies and was like, hey, I need you to do a quick delivery for me. <laughs> Why doesn't he just, if I were the head of the Illuminati, I would simply whoop my prisoners <laughs> to Whoop Island. If I was Jerry, I would simply call FedEx. <laughs> that is clearly how much Lord he cares. <laughs> um, so Jerry's like, yeah, so we need you to do that. Um, it's going to be no big deal. It'll be over fast. You can get back to boning. No biggie. Everything's cool. And Clover's like, all right, all right. I think I could work with that arrangement. Um, and he's like, all right, well, here's the gadgets that I'm going to give you. And he presses a button. And then the couch they're on starts rumbling. And they're like, oh, my God, this couch is going to eat us if we don't get up. And then the bottom opens. And they would have indeed been killed by pneumatic cushions. Yeah. Um, 
they open it up. They get laser lipsticks. Um, they get a watch that shrink you. Yep. Um, they get suction cup go-go boots. They get the... What ring is this? Which mood ring is this? <sighs> the... Uh... This is this is the hologram mood ring. Oh, okay, okay, the hologram one. I forgot. Um, and then he gives them some tear gas grenades, like just tear gas. Yeah, like hey, you you gonna fuck up some uh, some protesters with this shit? <laughs> God, Jerry would be doing that shit though. Yeah, we're fucking spicy this yeah. episode. <laughs> midweek energy, baby. Midweek energy. Also, I talked about outer worlds for too long, and now we're all mad about <laughs> politics. Um, so the girls uh, get whooped up into the blimp, and they get in there, and it's you know it looks kind of like their penthouse because every place they go looks kind of like their penthouse when you work at Whoop. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, like, and they are talking about how chic their 1970s, like, aesthetic God is. Damn. And then the computer's like, girls, we have refreshments, and we also have fashion magazines on hand. And they're like, all right, all right, okay, we can do this. Yeah, no, like, yeah, like, this actually seems super yeah, fun. We're just going to lay around sick. in our rooms all day. We'll lay around in our rooms in the sky. Yeah, the rooms in the sky. And even Sam, who was like, no, we need to be fucking on top of this shit. It's like, we need to check on the prisoners, and the computer's like, no, the prisoners are good, sis. Like, just chill. <laughs> and she's like, cool. Computer's like, yo, sis, it's all good. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. We've talked already on this episode how great it was to see Travel Boy again. Yes, Travel's Boy. Travel's Boy, excuse me. Don't, Travel's it, Boy, yeah. watch it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Why did we not see Otto? Where's well, Pilot? You know what? I was going to say Gladys, but you're even more right. Where's autopilot? This computer could have been autopilot. <laughs> Motherfucker. God damn, it could have been Gladys too. You're right, Luke, but we knew she was dead. I just heard auto, like, Gladys has a similar role to this computer most of the time, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. she's, the, she's the gadget dispenser. She right. didn't give them the gadget. She would have been in the couch. Right. But it, just, it, it could have been like, couch? it could have just been like, hello, girls. And they'd be like, oh, Gladys, we thought you were dead. No, I'm just a blimp now. <laughs> I've I've married Otto and moved into his place. <laughs> Jerry turned me into the most oh, useless God, form of transportation. <laughs> that would be. And all, I thought that she was had a thing for the photocopier. I mean, that is true. Gladys yeah. has has many hands as she needs to have, depending yeah, on Gladys what hardware out there. she's plugged into. Yeah, she's getting it. <laughs> yeah. Um. God, I where is autopilot? Has he been in this season? I don't remember. I don't think so. Hang on. Yeah. I have to go check and see if I made any tweets about autopilot recently. Because I do that. <laughs> <laughs> feel oh. like shit just won him back. <laughs> I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I made an autopilot tweet was August 10th, but it wasn't because of the podcast. Uh, before that, it was March 19th. Man. Um, That's so long ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Auto come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I miss, I miss you, Auto. Damn, didn't think it would end like this, but we uh, we thought we had back everything we needed, but it turns out there was yeah. still more room in our hearts. Well, honestly, listen, we haven't gotten to it really yet, but it's especially insulting in this episode where they decided to bring back the shoe villain and the nail villain. Yeah, what the fuck, yeah. bro? Yeah. Oh my like, god! The most low rent, like 
mag like refrigerator magnet poetry totally spies I'm gonna, villains. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. This should have been a Tim Scam episode. It should have been a Tim. Thank you, Molly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been thinking yeah. of this whole time. Shoot a fucking tip scam episode. Anyway, <sighs> Clover calls another boy and he's like, hey, no, actually, I'm I forget what he does now, but I was going to say God of Earth. He's like, uh, he was part of her yoga class and she was like, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're the chick with brown hair. And she's like, no, fuck off. I'm a fucking blonde asshole. Um, She says he's a natural blonde. And I swear, I swear to God, there you've seen her bleach her hair earlier. before. He, I, I swear that, like, Alex, in, like, the one where she kept telling the truth uh, episode, said that Clover had brown hair naturally. Yeah, I, I swear to God. Yeah. That, I, I oh, was no, thinking that, the same thing when Sam's I heard that one. That's that has brown hair. But, yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. So, the girls immediately fly into the scariest thunderstorm I've ever seen. Um, and then the Whoop computer's like, oh, fuck, there's a thunderstorm out here. Who could have seen this one coming? Mm-hmm. And then it, like, puts them in seatbelts, and then the blimp gets hit by uh, thunder and lightning. Well, it gets hit by lightning. Right. Um, yeah, and, and then, then the, the fungal angel kind of infects the blimp, and, you know, it's a yeah. real dark episode. What? Yeah, okay. Alex has to, to kill the blimp, <laughs> even though she knows Sam's it's in it. Silent Hill? Yeah, yeah, yes, it's Silent Hill. Yeah. <laughs> it's even going. Did we lose Sorry, Molly? I was watching Juan Soto hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're talking about your nerd shit, so I had to go watch baseball. We were referencing an anime and just immediately had to get a, a quick injection <laughs> of jock shit. <laughs> Look, it's the World Series! It's Game 6! <laughs> Nationals went up because of that. All right, okay. Shots out to Juan Soto. That boy's 21 years old. He has three home runs this World Series. Dang. Yeah. Um. Still 3-2 Nationals. Get it. Get it, boys. Um. Anyway. Um. Alex calls Jerry, and he and she goes, Hey, Jerry, Like we're getting all fucked up up here. And then Jerry's like, Hey, I'm sorry. I can't hear you very well. Can you say that again? And then Alex hangs up and goes, Fuck you. <laughs> um can't hear me anyway old ass um and then they cut themselves out of the seat belts with the laser lipstick which seems like a bad idea but they're doing it um yeah they later talk about like how it's a bad idea to fire like stuff that could puncture a balloon yeah yeah but they are just firing lasers kind of willy-nilly they're just they'll do anything to this blimp and then when the bad guy does it they're like whoa whoa which is fair i have never been in a blimp okay I would assume, though, that you're nowhere... If you're... Like, the compartment that you're in is nowhere near the balloon part. Yeah, so I believe the way blimps work is that they have a big balloon on top. Yeah. And then there is a, like, uh, cabin beneath it. Right. That it, it, it is attached and hangs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that is not what this is. This thing is made of... Blimp? Uh-huh. The whole thing is the blimp. It's an airship. Right. Is what it really is. Yeah, this thing yeah. is an airship. It is not yes. a blimp. But and Clover walks over to the big computer thing and is like, how do I steer this motherfucker? Because we're going down. Um, fortunately, there is a very obvious yeah, analog different. stick you can use to pull up. Um, and they do that. Uh, and they save themselves from the blimp. But the villains don't got out. Um, 
Yeah, like they, they check on the villains. They're like, ah, oh, shit, they're gone. Like the no, the computer goes like, it's my pleasure to tell you that the villains have escaped from their pods, and they're like, oh shit. It just seems like if you're a villain transport blimp, the one part that should hold, like number one, the it should stay in the air no matter what, as much as you can. Number two, those doors should not unlock under any circumstances. Never. Like, never! Why is it built in a way that that's possible? Yeah. Like, it shouldn't even be possible for the spies to open it. There should be someone with a key on the ground should be the only one who can open it. Yeah, you would think so. Um, anyway, the villains get out. It is the shoe guy, it's the nails guy, and it is the poison ivy girl. Which, yeah. one of these is acceptable, the other two are not. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> they, they both, I could have... The two guys are going to fight, and then the and they like tear off their like orange jumpsuit to reveal they're and still wearing the gir- their villain outfit. Yes, and then the uh, poison ivy shows up, and she uses her like her vines clothes just to- explode off of her, and it makes a very uncomfortable <laughs> noise of like. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's not good. Um. Anyway, she immediately establishes herself as the top in the situation. She says, listen, you two, get it the fuck together. I will beat your asses. Mm -hmm. Um, And we need to work together to defeat the spies since we're all here at the same time. We could do this. Um, Sam is desperately trying to figure out how to keep people locked in the prisoner hold. She gets the cameras on in there, sees that they are actually escaped. um, And then is like, okay, well, let me pull up the schematics, see where they had to go. And there is only one way to get into that room, which is a hatch underneath them um, that leads to a vent that goes to that room. I think they built this blimp around the prisoners. (laughs) 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 That may have been how it worked. Did we see the blimp before they, like... No. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. I think that they were, like, welded in. That makes it all the less acceptable that they got out so easily. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really something. Like, thunderstorms are the main thing that flying machines have to contend with. Now, to be fair, it was not like a door that malfunctioned or something like that. First of all, these pods somehow were hooked up to the blimp and that caused them to unlock, which right. is unfucking thinkable to begin with. But... They escape from the room that they're in because the nails man just cuts it open. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could have planned yeah. for that, but you probably wouldn't because you weren't thinking about it. Wait I a don't second, know. I'm though. Not, I shouldn't be giving Whoop any excuses. Couldn't he have just cut open his jail cell? I couldn't reach his nails. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um. He had, he had like... Uh, I was gonna make a dumb joke, but like where he had like special like handcuffs on his fingernail <laughs> <Ooh>. cuffs. <laughs> That's the most up- fucked up episode of Kakagiri. <laughs> there is an episode where she makes a girl bet her fingernails and then uh, has her take them off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a, you okay, no. Luke? It's a good show. It doesn't sound like one. It's great. Fuck you. Luke, <laughs> deal with fingernails well. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about teeth? 
better. <laughs> okay, so um, the girls see that the guys have gotten... Yeah, lesbians also did do well with fingernails. No, that's why, yeah. The thing about this guy is that you know he's just fucking terrible because all his fingernails are long. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. not pound the box. No. <laughs> um. So he... um. He gets into that room, and the girl's like, oh, shit, we shouldn't have unsealed this thing, huh? We probably should have just left the lid on this can. Um, and then as soon as they try to close it, Shoes Guy uses his shoes to prop it open. Um, and they finally, like, almost get it closed, and then it pops open. The three bad guys escape, and then uh, the plant girl immediately gets all of them eaten by a Venus flytrap. And she's like, all right, we did it. We, 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 yeah. We've won now. I'm not going to remember her name. I'm not going to fucking try to. No, because it doesn't matter. We're way past the point of our return on these. Poison Ivy. Yeah, Poison Ivy um, captures them. And then the other two are like, wow, aren't they dumb? Great. Let's go. Uh, let's go conquer the world. I think what I'm going to do. And the shoes guy says, I'm going to reinvent those shoes that get really, 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 really tight when you wear them and you can never escape. And then your feet fall off. And. Yeah. Uh, the nails guy goes, that's a stupid plan. What I'm going to do is make everybody's fingernails have my nail polish on it, which makes them grow uncontrollably until their hands and feet are unusable, which is horrifying. Sure is. By the way, yes. that is existentially not okay. Yeah. Like, it's not doing it for me. Oh, uh, I, I did look up her name uh, because, and I, I should say this because it's incredible. It's Violet Vanderfleet. Great. It's pretty good. good. That's a, um, that's a Wonka, that's a Wonka name. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or, like, a shitty, like, C-list tier, uh, Spider-Man character. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they go over all their evil plans, and the plant girl's like, okay, well, I'm gonna make everybody in the world have allergies. <laughs> um, and they're all like, wow, these are all great plans, you guys. We could, I bet if we escaped, we could make all of these happen. Um, and the girls are like, yo, this sucks, man. I hate listening to this shit. And then Alex is like, uh, hey, it's time for us to get really tiny. Uh, and then she presses the button on her watch and then they turn into very, very small girls. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're very small. Right. Um, and then like the Violet Vanderfleet like turns back and looks and sees them gone and just kind of laughs. It's like, heh, that's funny. Um, I-, I think she thinks the plant ate them. Oh, maybe, yeah. Well, they've been sticking out halfway the whole time. Right, I, I think know. she I thought been, it just sucked them in, finally. I would have been suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, They try to escape by getting to the vent, and then we have this really long <laughs> sequence. <laughs> it's fucking where this garbage. Very long Jean-Pierre went and talked to his friends. Yeah, Jean-Pierre went and found his friend Jean-Luc, uh, and was <laughs> like, hey... <laughs> And was like, hey, I think we could do a really good combo scene here. I, I have a foot guy. Um, I want to make the spies really small and have them almost get stepped on. And then Jean-Luc was like, yeah. I dare you. You know I'm not into crush. I said Jean-Luc. I didn't say it was you. I said it was a guy named Jean-Luc. I don't know why you get mad about this. It's spelled L-U-C. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I took a French class. <laughs> I watched uh, an episode of Star Trek. <laughs> Um, so 
Clover's like, don't worry, I remember how the shoe villain works. And then she presses a button on the shoes and causes his platforms to just cascade into the sky and he hits the ceiling. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the reason why they get found out is because the <laughs> shoe guy, like, takes a step back and Alex is like, hey, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, Alex, why are you so bad at being, I mean, I know why, because you're dumb. Yeah, because she's dumb but, as like, shit. You're so bad at sneaking. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, they're in hot pursuit. They use the suction cup go-go boots for, I don't know why. I mean, I know why they had to fill for time, but there's like a sequence where they're hiding on the ceiling and then the two boys are looking for them. And then they shoot the laser hologram ring down. Um, and like they get tricked by it and they get wrapped up in a net that the guy's shoes make, um, out of the laces. I just figured out that's why that happened. Mm -hmm. I was like, why the fuck is he shooting? These are boots. (laughs) Anyway. um, The girls escape, and then they, uh, like, regroup, and they're like, okay, so we have to figure out a way to beat these guys and also get them to Whoop Island without fucking everything up. They they really do attack that hologram a lot. (laughs) So they see the guy's nails go through them. (laughs) <laughs> and like the holograms flicker and then the other guy was like oh you just did it wrong like and a, then he shoots a net at them yeah. they're like a and fucking then, cat with a laser light <laughs> yeah and then they look at each other again and then they're like okay we both have to run and attack them I see <laughs> they're they're invincible if they're standing still so <laughs> yeah it's really dumb yeah um Clover's hair gets poofed up into an afro because she's walking around humidity in the engine room yeah I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, but then Blaine comes out of nowhere and starts to attack them. Um, and they're like, hey, Blaine, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And he's like, oh, hey, y'all. Um, Jerry had me stow away on the ship in case something went wrong, which is the most suspicious thing someone has <laughs> ever said. <laughs> yeah. And the girls just go, oh, wow, that's really smart. Yeah. They're just like, wow, that yeah, Jerry. Like, good job for once, no Jerry. No he's the fucking boss. <laughs> Clover does talk about playing like, oh, wow, hey, here's another ex of mine to try to woo. Yeah. They were Ooh, when still did they dating. Break up? <laughs> they never yeah, they broke were, up. They were talking about trying to make it work, but uh, clearly <laughs> it did not. I yeah, people ask him, where's Blaine? Yeah. Maybe you should have watched the rest of the season and got the canon right. Uh, I wonder, like, yeah, I'm guessing that, like, as soon as he was out of like vision for like more than three right. hours she was like damn oh he died i need some right now so here's the here's the other thing uh, we're gonna find out the end let's let's just take care of this whole fucking blaine situation okay, right sure. now at the end of the episode clover's like hey blaine do you want to get back together do you want to do this and blaine is like no the last girl i dated from la right. was a real piece of shit her name was mandy and then she's like you dated mandy but what this actually implies uh-huh. is that before blaine moved to australia yep. he was dating mandy or it implies that Blaine came back from Whoop Australia, did not tell Clover, and immediately dated her arch nemesis. You know what would be even better? <laughs> yes, please. I would love an option three here. Is if he thinks that Clover is dog shit and so high maintenance, <laughs> but doesn't want to say that it's her. <laughs> and he says Mandy instead of Clover. I think that's beautiful. That's great. That would make me think the hats are okay. <laughs> um so 
Anyway, I think Blaine's gay now. I think Blaine might <laughs> be think... gay now. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why he got the latex cat suit. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go find some boys after this. I'm just going to walk around right. a gay club, and it's going to be like nothing happened. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's he's got the, the cat suit. That means he's ready to get that boy, get that butt. Yep, that's right. That's the, that's, yeah. That is the suit to get that boy and get that fucking butt in. <laughs> so um, the girls are like, wow, this ship is just really fucked up in the air. Like, it's just wobbling all over the place. We have to get back and... Uh, what Blaine says is, oh, we have to get to the mainframe room. Why does the blimp have a main? <laughs> These are dumb questions. These are silly questions that yeah. I don't need to be asking. And yet yeah. my mind recoils. <laughs> I just, they're like, okay, you guys go down there. Like Clover and Blaine are going to go to the, to the maintenance room and then Sam and Alex are going to go fight the three villains because they had such a good time doing that as three people before. Um, we cut to the control room. And while the two boy villains are away, Violet has birthed five different like plant people who are all working at the computers to like crack the code for the Whoop Prison Island. <laughs> and like the entire place is covered in vines and shit. Did we ever figure out how her stuff worked? I thought she only nah. had the one evil plant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they, they had turned her from like she has like she grows evil plants like now like full poison like that plants just grow around her. Yeah. I mean I'm into it. I mean like I know you <laughs> are. Yeah. It's all good. I'm just confused because she's way more powerful than she was before. Well, you know. Yeah, you know. I guess if we're going to power up one villain, I'm cool with it. Right. Um, I really wish that she would have, like, looked over at one of the plants and it was, like, playing a video game or something. Like, checking his Twitter. Get back to work. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we eventually see that these plants can and will uh, figure out Jerry's fucking codes because they uh, release every villain from their cells on Whoop Island. They, we cut to Whoop Jail. Yes. It's the same Whoop Jail shot. Um, but apparently it is Whoop Island. Apparently it's Whoop Jail on Whoop Island. Um, it's like, Dis- it's like Disney World and Disneyland or like Disneyland Tokyo. Yeah. But Whoop, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoop Jail, Whoop Island. Um, they do, I will say, they did get a bunch of the um, villains, like models out. These are them. Yeah. It's the guys. Um, can't help but notice the one Sam turned to dust is in this island, though. Oh, wait, is he? Oh. I'm pretty mm. sure that's that guy. Mm. That I mean, that could be any kind of... I guess it could, yeah. but I can see the stripe of gray in there. Y- yeah, but... You're not wrong, but I, like, I think it is too... Oh, too little evidence, I see. Okay. Y- yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, if that was that guy, that would have to mean, like, Whoop studied his immortal ashes and, like, learned how to clone him and is creating a race of, like, immortal supermen, and that can't be the case. Are you... You just... They're the... Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, all the villains are celebrating on Whoop Island. We see um, Clover and Blaine break into the maintenance room, and then Blaine is like, don't worry, I'll use my override anything billfold to break my way into the mainframe and just decide to do whatever I want with the ship now. 
Um, and Clover's like, oh man, usually that's so dirty, but with you, when you do it, it's so hot. Yeah, when you do it, I'm mad. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, okay, yeah. Um, so the um, they they get closer to the island, and Sam and Alex are about to break into the um, room with the tear gas. Yeah. Um. And as they do, Blaine takes control of the blimp again and starts fucking everything up. And the and Sam and Alex just like flop into the room and drop the grenades, and everyone starts crying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, including the p- bouquet of plants that uh, Violet is holding. I did. I was hoping. And listen, it doesn't make sense. They said it was an onion thing, but like, yeah. All of their like. They're just freaking out and, like, you know, their eyes are watering. I kind of wanted them to, like, actually be crying, crying when these grenades yeah. got thrown. Just be like, I'm just really upset. I'm just so happy we freed all the villains. <laughs> <laughs> I can't smell anything, man. Um, so, uh, the Violet is like, okay, you two fucking take care of the spies. I'm going to try and regain control of this goddamn blimp. Um, so we have a long fight scene, just a really long fight scene. Um, yeah, ev- like they go outside the blimp. They like you know, there's just it's a, in a lot of different places around. Yeah, the blimp. and like the the thrust of it is like the blimp is getting closer to the island. Um, Clover is like giving Blaine uh, a cord, and she's like, "Use this one, baby." It's gonna. This is the one that works. And he's like, "How do you know?" And she's like, "It's red, and I love red." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> he's like, "All right, I'll use it." And then it works. And he's like, "Wow, you're so smart, Clover." And they're they're like really close together, face to face. And then Clover starts giggling, and he's like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> yeah, like you, you okay? Are you, you sick? Like, are you, you good? Um, the the resolution here is that. Alex and Sam are outside the blimp now um, and they get really close to like falling onto the island and all the prisoners are there waiting. Um, there, there's a kind of funny gag where like they come up close and like all the villains are like, Yay! and then like they start going away. The villains like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Like the, the blimp is almost there. Almost not. Um, they both end up on top of the blimp um, and they're like, damn, I really hope they can hold this shit steady now because otherwise we're going to die. Yeah. Um, and then the villains are like, all right, well, I guess we have to go up there and kill them now because we don't really have another option at this point. Um, and they call uh, Clover and Blaine and they're like, you guys, you need to raise the blimp back up. Like, it is getting too close to the island. All of the villains are going to be on at this rate. Like, you need to do it right now. Blaine has completely given up on using his billfold thing, and he is instead, um, like, just fucking with wires. Clover is hanging out in the background. Um, she's just, she's just made herself a little, like, uh, like a canopy. She's just Uh a big chillin'. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, all the villains show up on top of the blimp, or the three that were on the blimp, that is. Um, and then Sam calls Clover and goes, hey, listen. I have a new idea. Just fuck it up. Shake this fucking <laughs> blimp. I want these people dead now. Um, there was a moment where I thought they were going to throw one of them into the propeller. <laughs> because, like, there's a shot where it's all really close. 
Um, there was a also a moment where I thought they were going to get thrown in the sea. Yes, but no, that is not what happens. Eventually, um, obviously the spies win. They, um, Sam and Alex do this by attaching their belts together, uh, the bungee belts, and then they each go off one side of the blimp and knock the villains onto the island um, from uh, pretty high up. Like, pretty fucking high up. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they they fall onto a tower of people, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, so they're fine. They fall from, at like, beyond the top of the highest guard tower. You can see it. Yes. That's really high. <laughs> yes. Um, but they fall on people. It's okay. They didn't kill the people that were under them. Uh, it's, all, it's all good. Nobody got hurt. Um, and they, uh, they get back up there. And they go, boy, okay, I guess we gotta go put all those villains back in the cages now. I guess that's the next thing we have to do. Um, and they ride the blimp back by all riding on top of it and letting Autopilot do all the work without acknowledging him even once. You rat bastards. Yeah. What, what a fucking dick. Yeah. Sorry, you guys made me think about Autopilot. I, no, I understand. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're long lost. It's like you're the widow on the peak waiting for her, her husband to come back <laughs> on, her, on his when, ship. When will autopilot return from the war? Slowly. Yeah. Slowly and with a bad route. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the end of the episode is Blaine dumping Clover uh, by telling her that, yeah, no, honey, we... um. We ain't gonna be dating again. I'm good. I um, I'm fine. Uh, Blaine gets a helicopter off the blimp, and he's like, "Peace, bitch." <laughs> um, and then leaves the other three to ride the blimp back to L.A. because he has to go back to Whoop Australia, where he belongs. He can only live down under now. Yeah. He, he's oh, he's getting down under. Oh yeah, you know it. <laughs> anyway, um, that is the end of that episode. There are any good comments? I didn't even look at the comments. Oh, you know what? I didn't either. Let's find out. Um, yeah, I didn't Nakata either. Kaori three years ago points out, Blaine didn't even look like how he did before, and he didn't even break up with Clover. guess that's true. He more or less looks like he used to. Probably did. Yeah. Yeah, it looks about he the same. Ha- like, his hair is spiked up He's instead of spiked down. He's closer to himself than Tim Scam ever is. I, yeah, I was like, is that supposed to be Blaine? Probably. And then it right. was Blaine. Yeah. Um... A lot of lot people of, really, yeah. really upset about this. Yeah. Um, somebody with a uh, thing. What is? Is this Phineas and Ferb? Is that what this picture is? Probably. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Somebody saying like Shrinkinator drew rip off my invention. Yeah. Like the, role playing the a Phineas, Phineas and Ferb character. Ferb was always making Yikes. like a blankinator type deal. Oh okay okay I see. That's his thing. Um. Yeah, most of these comments are just really upset <laughs> just about Clover. Angry and Blaine, Blaine and Clover shippers. I didn't realize it was such a big deal. <laughs> wow. It is really all of them. <laughs> uh, there is a qu- Queen uh, Eloise does ask, what happened to Gladys? I miss her. Uh, yeah, you know what? We, are, we ask that every week on the show. Yep. Yep. Every fucking week. <laughs> Also, I'm starting to get worried about the people who post I can't stop watching this show because I think they're crying out for help. I, I have two I, of those. The more of these comments I see, 
Like, the more desperate they're getting, I'm getting worried. (laughs) Natasha Baker three years ago, I can't stop watching all the Totally Spies. Azuka Ava three years ago, I can't stop (laughs) watching Totally Spies. Uh, Dylan Croft responded to uh, Natasha Baker and says, Me too, keep on watching. (laughs) And Natasha Baker responded with, Love Bags Hold of Live and I like you too. And then Dill Croft goes, you're so sweet. I like oh, you, too. Oh, oh, oh. Get it, Dylan? <laughs> I'm going to see if I can find a Witchmaster upload of this. Maybe they've got better comments over there. I doubt it, but there's no comment. From Arthur Topkins, whoa, for a flower-themed villain, Violet's pretty tough. Sh- sure? Yeah, everybody <laughs> knows plants aren't tough. Everybody knows that. Uh-huh. You could just cut down trees, dude. It's not like that big a deal. Yeah. God. Uh, gotcha Wolf one two three says Santa Claus and Alex, you guys rock as a team. Great. <laughs> I like that they are like acting like this is their channel. <laughs> That's really positive. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, that is enough comments. I don't think there's any good ones yeah. out there. Sorry, everybody. You know we're um, we're running out of good comments. Well, we're running out of episodes, so it all. I guess it that's true. We, uh, the Witchmaster has not uploaded this episode. Oh, damn. He's only, oh, yeah, they've shit. only gotten up to season six, episode 13, and that was two years ago. Witchmaster, shouts out. Thinking about you. Witchmaster, um, I said before, there was only one exception for guests on this show anymore. but There's now two exceptions. Yeah, yeah sorry. If you're listening, if you're out there, Witchmaster, we'd love to have you. Um, Ashley, do we have any questions? On this app? We got some questions about this app? Yeah, we do. Uh, I said the spies are asked to perform a normal prisoner transfer, but things go wrong as three villains come back. As well as some boyfriends. Ask us about exes, blimps, and root prison islands. I'll say, I just looked on the Witchmaster's profile to see if there was any contact information, like an email address. Maybe I could get in touch with them. There's nothing. No, don't do it. Yeah, thank you. God. (laughs) Oh, the plan. We really want you, the Witchmaster, but I really want to just keep saying that and never have you on. I'm sorry. Well, my plan. I can't keep up the facade anymore. My plan was to email them and uh, just uh, surprise you with them on the last episode. Jesus, that but, would be uh, horrifying. That's that can't happen. I think the perfect thing would just be them get, sending us a special white clover. <laughs> that would, yeah, that's really all I want. Uh huh. Uh, I've linked this to you, but Sean asked, "Have you seen these concept?" Uh, aircraft that are hyper-efficient costumes between airliners and blips? Um, I was looking at these pictures earlier, and they are delightful. <laughs> Look at these big pieces They're really of shit. good. <laughs> the sky These tug. things suck. You can't call... <laughs> you can't... Okay. You can't name your ship the Sky Tug. No, it's like... You can't you know, I gave her a Sky Tug? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get the mile high tug, okay? That's not what you want. It's all anybody's gonna be doing on your fucking airboat. God. I mean, I mean you know, who, who cares? Let it be. Let them have their sky tugs. Uh, as as Kevin Queer uh, Queer says, uh, let's go on a ride of the flying ass. <laughs> it does look like a it, big flying ass. Yeah, with like a bit of like a like you could just see the nutsack. <laughs> uh, from at Maxi saying, "When will Jerry finally be rightfully imprisoned himself?" No, never. Oh, uh, never. Hopefully, uh, season six, episode twenty-five and twenty-six. <laughs> yeah. 
Not hopeful, though. God willing. You know, those episodes are so totally Versailles. That's their name. Yeah. That means they're going back to France. Yeah. Or Kentucky, I guess. But probably France. I don't think they're going to Kentucky. Sure. Uh, But maybe they'll see Gladys in France. (gasps) Oh, the thing you made up? I did just make that up, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Luke, I'm sorry. Oh. Did you th- I'm sorry you I'm sorry you hurt yourself like that. That's not good. In your own confusion. I for, yeah, that's I forgot brutal. that that had no basis on the show. <laughs> Great. Uh uh next from Michael Rabbits, how sick would it be to have a flying blimp fortress? Uh I think it would suck actually because people would be shooting it down all the time for fun. Oh, that's true. It's really easy to take out. Yeah. Do, you, do people, like, regularly take down the Goodyear blimp? <laughs> I bet they would if they could. <laughs> I bet anybody with a pilot's license is, like, on any day, they're like, I hope the fucking... You know, <laughs> if, I see, if I see Penske out there, they're toast. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. Like, you, you're a supervillain. You want, like, a volcano lair. You want it to be hard to get yeah. to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you don't. Oh, Penske's a truck rental thing. I know it's a Goodyear blimp, but it looks like kind of the same. They got they're all yellow. Look, don't nobody at me. Goodyear's <laughs> blimp is blue. Is it? I thought it was yellow. It's blue with yellow writing. Goodyear blimp. Hey, I've got a really important question. Oh, you're right. What the fuck? What have I been looking at? I've got a really <laughs> important question that I want you two to answer without looking it up. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck does Goodyear do? What is their product or service? They make tires. Oh, okay. My dad's a mechanic. Well, I guess I'm just a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just the only one here who doesn't know what Goodyear is. Luke, you're the least capitalism poisoned. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true. (laughs) We're We're all probably about the same. Probably. Uh, next, Ashley. Um, from at Dormammu, does the subplot just kind of prove that everyone is better off if Clover didn't date boys? No, everyone's better off. Everyone's better off if Clover dates boys and then dumps them because that inspires them to become better. Yeah. They're all like, damn, if only I was better, I could have Clover. Which I guess is really kind of like a false. But they're thinking it. I don't know if that is what they're thinking, because it's not like when she comes calling, like, they're like, oh, finally, I've earned it. It's Oh, do you think it's like, yo, I need to fucking make this woman miserable with my success? Yeah, it, it's, yeah. you know what, oh, oh, she doesn't even know what she's missing. I gotta prove that, like, I'm better than her. Okay, yeah, I yeah, that's better. Which is spiteful, and uh, probably not a healthy... Which I respect. Eh, maybe not the most healthy way to build up uh, a foundation of, like, yourself, but... No, it's fine. You know, it's something. Some people get motivated by positive things. Some people get motivated by spite. I don't know anybody who um, gets motivated by spite. Oh, okay. That there, sounds really petty. There are two things that can motivate people. Spite and hoardiness. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never felt either of those things. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not... Uh-huh, yeah, that ain't me. Uh-huh. Just gonna give a big old doubt to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. Uh, from at S City Dreamer, as someone that's still listening through past episode, does the show still commit to making David accidentally gay? 
Oh, I mean, Uh-oh. if he shows up, yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I feel like where he left off, it the our idea of him being gay and just done with these fucking girls, <laughs> like, yeah. still fit. What if that was the reveal that Blaine was dating David David! <gasps> oh, oh, I love that. <laughs> That's oh, how they bring David back. Yeah. Be like, hey, girls, it's, this is my boyfriend. And they're like, oh, no, we're horny for both of you. <laughs> well, that's a shame because we're horny for none of you. <laughs> yep. Brutal. Brutal. I, I just really want a Clover to be the Mako in a Korra Asami situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. That, it's, that's still one of my favorite things about Legend of Korra is yeah. like the, them referencing it in the comic book where it's like, Okay, you, you both broke up with me, and now you're dating each other, and you're much happier. Okay, yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> that is yeah, that's, an that's episode cool. of Seinfeld. Yeah. It's a lot of things. Yeah. Anime Seinfeld. Uh, from At Rush of Nowhere, what's the best line of an air-based transport to commit wacky villainy? A blimp, a zeppelin, or a hot air balloon? Uh, Zeppelin. What's the distinction? I think a Zeppelin can explode. <laughs> I mean, anything can explode if you try hard enough. Okay, sure. But I've you seen know. those hydraulic press videos. That's true. But what I'm saying, like a hot air balloon doesn't explode. It's just hot air. Like that okay. you can't blow up. Like you could blow up oxygen, but. But like, I feel like you can put helium okay. into a hot air balloon, into a Zeppelin. All right. A Zeppelin is right, like a blimp, but... save one crucial difference. While blimps are basically giant balloons, Zeppelins have an internal metal framework that maintains its shape even when not filled with gas. Okay. All oh, right. okay. Yeah, that's way cooler then. That's more metal. Yeah. Literally, more metal, it's more, more power. Metal. Yes. Yeah. That's what, uh, like, Indiana Jones went up in right. to, like, fuck up Nazis. Yeah. A good old-fashioned yeah. dirigible. Uh, I feel so like yeah, we Zeppelin. should bring Zeppelins back. Like, listen, the Hindenburg I, uh, was a long time ago. I feel like, I th- you, think you know, we've learned anything since then. I think we just need to forgive Zeppelins. Like, come on. I, I think that we're way too stupid for that shit. I just it, think that Zeppelins, at, like, still, it's just a real one of the worst examples of cancel culture that Zeppelins still can't get any work. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, I do know that there are people who are like, hey, we should maybe think more about Zeppelins in the same way that people are like, hey, we probably should actually look into, like, nuclear power and not just... Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's fair. If, if there's something I'm not, like, getting there, uh, then yeah, totally, but... Well, uh, again, you can fill a Zeppelin with helium and then they don't explode. Right, yeah. I'm. Well, I mean, aren't we, like, low on helium, like, as a planet? Uh, that might be true. Aren't we, like, running out of yeah, helium? Yeah, I, I, I feel like we are all, yeah, we have to go to one I of the other... I heard that. We have to go to one of the other planets and get a bunch of helium and be like, oh, god damn, the acid storm's here. Fuck off. And then it just, and then the whole thing fucking explodes in space. It's bad. Yeah. From at, uh, this last one, from at Mad Maxine, but with a four in the mad... Yeah. Uh, how far away is Jerry from making Prison Island into a sort of bizarre vacation destination for all the villains? Oh, he did that already. Yeah, with the with the. That's gravity. a real thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a real. There is actually a Woo Prison Resort. Fuck. 
<laughs> that one that so that one that they are on that they were going to that's the player unknown's battlegrounds one yeah that's right. Jerry, that's Jerry is, unknown's battlegrounds yeah that's that's jerry lewis out of battlegrounds and then the other one is uh just the resort that we're like all the villains that he's kind of cool with who are like in his age group that he might want to smash later yeah right. that one is that's where he puts all those people god do you think him and the granny have fucked Yes. Every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, that's why she got all the stuff she needed to make the mind control cupcakes. That, oh my god, that makes so much sense. <laughs> he was just slipping it to her like, yeah, yeah, honey. <laughs> She's like, I'm not letting you back in here unless you bring me more of that shit. He's like, alright! <laughs> Give me some of that decrepit pussy, girl. Oh, okay, <laughs> alright. Yo, I'll show you some tales from the crypt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> uh, the show's almost over. <laughs> so that midweek energy, baby. <laughs> fucking Twitter post says pussy got me like, but it's a fucking gravestone. It says R.I.P. Grandma on it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's a bad, bad, bad show. Uh huh. Alright, Luke, where can uh, people find you? Wait, what, huh? Luke, where, where can people find you on the internet, Luke? Oh, that. Well, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Teenagers with Attitude, which is about Power Rangers. Haven't been on that one much lately, but, you know, I'm, I'm there sometimes. Let's Place, which is a podcast where we rank every video game ever made. We are We put an episode of that out. We're getting ready to start up our game of the decades, five-part special Ooh. spectacular. Every episode, we're going to rank the five best games of a decade, according to the guests. What's going to happen? We're doing that. Oh, boy. We're doing the, the best game of the 1970s next time we record. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. For... It's hard to pick out games from the 70s is the thing. We already yeah, have Pong on the list. Yeah, <laughs> there's not the much else. One. There's like Space Invaders, and that's about it. Yep. Uh, Maybe you should just start with the 80s. Well, no. We gotta start with the 70s, then the 80s. Okay. 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and today. Anyhow, I also, me and Ashley, have launched a podcast called Where's Pod When I'm Scared? <laughs> Which is all about Veggie Tales. I think it's a pretty good time. It, it has somehow. I, I, it was always going to be this, but it has gone from like, what if we make fun of Veggie Tales, to yeah. let's have some real serious conversations about religion in America. But then also talk about asparagus nipples. Yes. You know, there's just something that exists. It's just, uh, it's a real broad bingo card. Molly has not guessed it on it, except she's actually guessed it on every episode because she just listens to Ashley recording her <laughs> half just, of it and, like, live tweets it. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I, I will eventually guess on it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of yeah. my favorite things to ever happen is Luke's immediate, like, well, not immediate, but, like, me saying, why does the, why does he have a pacifier? Right. And you're like, well, oh, no. And then our two guests didn't get it, and I had to walk them through it. Oh, dear. That's not good. <laughs> Come on, y'all. They thought, you know, they, they said the pacifiers were teething, which it is, but it's... Right. Just, 
based on a very specific thing. <laughs> anyway, it's a good podcast. Anyway, you should listen to it. Worst yeah. pod when I'm scared found in the uh, Let Me Tell You About Evangelion feed. Yeah, except it should be the Worst Pod When I'm Scared feed at this point now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So it's more like our VeggieTales podcast now inexplicably has a backlog of Evangelion episodes in it. You know, sometimes it just be like that. Sometimes it just be like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else that you want to plug? I think that covers it. Oh, All right. no. Well, well, this is this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we are doing a marathon extra life stream. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're streaming all kinds of games. It's going to be a fun time. You should come hang out with us at uh, twitch.tv slash video entropy. Donate some money for sick children. It'll be, it'll just be a good time. We did Bit. it. slash give kids your swear cash. Yeah. I, I, this year I want everyone to get out there. Yeah. I know you've been filling out those cuss jars all di- all dang year. You know, you've been saying all kinds of words you ain't supposed to say, and I'm just putting a quarter in that jar now and then. I want you to bust that motherfucker open. Shit, I gotta put one in mine now. And I want you to give all that money to children. Give kids your swear cash. Give kids your swear cash. Give kids your swear cash. <laughs> now. Uh, Ashley, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, You could find me. At Yuri Librarian with an underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. If you want to see me tweet about good games and bad games. Yeah. Uh, and you can also find me on other podcasts such as Podcast After All, which is about theme parks. Uh, we still have our Halloween episode up about haunted houses. We're going to talk about animatronics soon. It's all yeah. fun. Uh, and you can also find me at hyenacackle.com. Where I have all sorts of articles and stuff. I'm starting to think about my game of the year stuff, which is yep. oh boy. Yep. Uh, and you can uh, find my Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Um, you can find me on the internet uh, at um, on Twitter at your friend Molly the Y E R. Uh, you could find me at audioentropy.com. You can find me at ineedmayo.com. Y'all know, y'all know what those things are. Um, you can also find me at patreon.com slash back. And you know what else you can find is at audioentropy.com. You can hit that donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Um, just give a little bit of scratch for that uh, website hosting. If you're not giving us money... Well, no. First of all, give the kids your money first. Give the kids uh, bit.ly slash give kids your swear money um, first of all. But, you know, if you got a little bit left over, because I know you rich motherfuckers, y'all got money. You can so give us money on the website. Jar, gotta go to kids. Yeah, it's got to go to the kids. Um, I'm exempt from this because I would have to pay too much money. <laughs> um, you could go to audioentropy.com, hit the donate button, give us a little bit of money for the website hosting. Uh, thank you, everybody who has, everybody who will. Um, same deal with um, uh, going to iTunes, telling people about our podcast, right, like liking it. I think I don't think you can like stuff on iTunes. You can rate it. You can subscribe. You can leave a review. Thank you, everybody. Um, and, uh, do you guys want to know about the next episode of Totally Spies? I sure do. Um, and when I type in Wikipedia, the list of episodes just immediately pops up in my browser. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, the next episode of Totally Spies is Jungle Boogie. Oh no. Ugh. 
aggressively growing plant life starts to overtake various parts of the world. So Jerry pulls the girls away from spring break to have them check it out. And as they do, the spies immediately find themselves having to battle the plants, which seem to have turned on them. Ultimately, to discover the plants are starting to take over the world and someone is behind the scheme, and that someone is Shelly Jungle Love. Her goal, oh, no. <laughs> her goal to overrun the world with her special, aggressive, fast-growing plants so she could turn the Earth back to simpler times. It's up to the spies to weed-whack Shelly and save the planet. In the subplot, Clover and Mandy compete to be a spokesmodel. That's a name? That's a... Oh, no. Why didn't they just... If the next episode was going to have a, a, a plant girl villain, yeah. why, I mean, like, I guess I won't complain that they're adding another, but, like... Mm. I would complain that they're adding another one named Shelly Jungle Love. Yeah, that's not good. That's not what you want. No, it's not. Wow. No, you're right. Yikes. Yeah, big yikes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I saw the name of a villain that's coming up, and oh boy. I... I'm very excited. <laughs> Holy shit. Do you want to give All it to right, us anyway. or no? No, we'll get it. You'll get it in two weeks. Okay. Well, I'll, I will tell you about it in two weeks. Okay. Right. Yeah, it is. It is the one before the finale. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else, y'all? Are we about done here? I think we're done here. Somehow these episodes keep staying the same length, no matter how much intro we do. <laughs> so we've just given up on the actual show. Yeah, the actual show. That's fair. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's it. Well, Ashley. Well, until next time, keep spying undercover the college years. Why? Clover. At the end of the episode, me and Sam's sexy kiss moment. (laughs)